What is going on? Let's talk sports fans. Welcome to another episode of the Scott Cobb Show. I am Johnny Cruz, and I am here, of course, with the Hall of Famer himself, Mr. DFS, Mr. Prop Better, Mr. Gambler himself, Scott Cobb. Scott, how you doing, bud? Doing great. It's great to have you back, Johnny. Nick is great and everything, but the A team is back now. So yes, absolutely. Shout out to Nick Bakis. Thanks for holding it down. Uh, yeah, I, I needed a, a bit of a sabbatical for for a couple of weeks, but uh, things are things are hopefully getting a lot better. So I'm happy to be back here with you. I was happy to do the show last night. Yeah. Uh, if you're new, hit the subscribe, smash the like. Uh, definitely check out the LTS show every Monday, Thursday night, 9 p.m. We had a nice fun show. We did our picks last night. Um, I'm a little, yeah. I I ran with 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 uh, with um, Nick and his Bengals, and you know, saying not only did Nick put the hex on the Bengals, but he totally took Joe Burrow out for the season. So uh, Nick's hex might be getting a little stronger. Uh, so be weary of, of Nick and who he picks, people. Uh, but no, we're gonna have a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm great. I'm happy to be back with you, man. I've missed it, bro. Yeah, whatever Nick picks, I'm going opposite from now on. I don't trust it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a couple, there's a couple that I may have to change by the time Sunday comes because Nick yeah. agreed. Nick agreed with us a, a bit too much on on the show last night, but no, it was a lot of fun. And yeah, we're here, and Scott's got you all set up for um for some prop betting uh for for this week. So we have all of uh, Scott's top. Prop bets for week 11 of the NFL season. I cannot believe it's already week 11. It's crazy, bro. Uh, but we are a week away uh, from Thanksgiving. Actually, we're a week away from the from the the, the Black Friday uh, yep. game between the Dolphins and the Jets. So um, let's go yeah. ahead and, and jump right into it. And, and here, are, here are Scott's top prop bets for, for your week 11. So that way you can make some money, people. So, so here we go. A lot of it you'll, you'll see in um... – you know, last week some of these guys didn't come through on their props, but but I have a feeling this week we're, we're going to be very profitable on this. Last week we went six and three official. We gave you DK Metcalf over his yardage that hit. Trenton Irwin of Cincinnati over his average that hit. So we ended up being like nine and four, ten and four somewhere in there. So that that was a really good week um, for us here in the Scott Cove Show with myself and Nick. But um, first prop. Sam Laporta, over 45 and a half receiving yards. He's probably the, the number two or three tight end in football right now because Mark Andrews is done for the season. He hurt his ankle last night. Last night's game was 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 really, really bad for a lot of betters and fantasy people. So no Burrow is gone now. Mark Andrews is gone now. Um Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, shh, goodbye. Mixon, goodbye. See you later. Won't bet on them anymore. So Sam Laporta over 45 and a half receiving guys. They're playing the Chicago Bears this week. He should smash that in, in probably the second quarter, I think. Yeah. I think I, look for him. I, I'm with you on that one 100%. This kid has been, like, really good. Shout out to Tanner, uh, super producer, and, our, and our, of course our buddy and, and our co-host on, on the LTS show. He's been on Sam Laporta since the beginning of the season. Um, a lot of these rookies, like I, I've got uh, Luke Musgrave, on my fantasy, and, and he's been putting up some points uh, these last yeah. few weeks too. So these these rookie tight ends are playing well, but especially Sam Laporta, and like you mentioned, going up against the Bears at home, where golf goes off when he's at home. So uh, yeah. this this is this is a good one here. I like that one a lot. Over forty five and a half. Yeah, and he's the number two target in the passing game. Everybody says yeah. Jermaine Gibbs is it's Sam Laporta. 
Yeah. It's Amon La St. Brown, then Sam Laporta. So 45 and a half receiving yards seems very attainable. He had 40 last week in an off game. In an off right. game. Right. So he can get to 50 pretty easily here. He might yeah. even get a touchdown too. So, nice. so that's number one. Number two, his teammate, Jameer Gibbs, over 25 and a half receiving yards. Has anybody seen this kid play? He catches the ball. He can take it to the end zone every time he catches the ball. Yeah. 25 and a half receiving yards is nothing for for a running back that's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. So over 25 and a half receiving yards. Again, they're playing the Bears. Bears are not good defensively. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. This kid's got some really good hands. Um, I'm glad that they've incorporated that more into their offense yeah. over the last several weeks in the beginning of the season. Um, you know, he wasn't getting nearly as many touches and stuff like that. He's not getting as many touches as far as running the ball. Um, but he 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 got some good hands and he's catching the ball. Um, like you mentioned when you were talking about Laporta, you know, Jameer Gibbs is, is number three basically, uh, as far yeah. as targets. You know, it's it's Amon, it's it's uh, Laporta and it's and it's Jameer Gibbs. So this I mean, this could be he could have that in the first in the first quarter. First drive. Leon is the first drive. You know what I'm saying? If they feature him in that first drive. So that's that's a that seems like easy money right there on that one. Yep. Yep. So those are the first two. Those are the Detroit Lions. We'll come back to the Lions later. There's two more that, that I like a lot. Number three, Christian Kirk over 58 half receiving yards. If you see Jacksonville play, he's the number one receiver for Jacksonville. Uh-huh. It's not Calvin Ridley, it's Christian Kirk. He's gone over this number time and time again this year. We're in week 11. He's going to get 58 and a half receiving yards. He's playing the Tennessee Titans this week. They're going to throw the ball early, and Christian Kirk is a security blanket for Trevor Lawrence. So he, he's gone over this number time and time again. This is very low for him. I figured he'd be in the high 60s. He's not. He's still at 58 and a half. So Christian Kirk over 58 and a half receiving yards. I like this one a lot too. Yeah, I, I was a bit surprised to see how much more attention he's gotten than, than Calvin Ridley. Um, and, and even, you know, there was a lot of talk about, uh, about Zay Jones. Um, so of course I drafted, you know, Zay Jones and then I passed up on Christian Kirk. Cause I was like, Oh, Calvin Ridley's there. He's not going to get that many targets. And no, he's, he's been blowing up. Um, and like you mentioned, they're at home and they, this is, they, they need this game. They do. Um, and like you they mentioned, do. Christian Kirk is, is Trevor Lawrence's security blanket. So I think he's going to go to him, uh, often. So yeah, that, that's a good one right there. And 58. Point that I mean that's that's one long touchdown pass for for Kirk. Yep, yep. And I've heard Rios is drinking more and more since the Texans are, are winning games here. So, <laughs> shout out to the Just Fans boys. Yep. yep, not for nothing. I mean, and, and shout out to Rios. You know, saying I mean we were all getting on him as far as the homer bet when when he did his picks and he picked Houston to win the division. I still don't think they will, but you never know at this point. Yep. Um, and uh, and yeah, and and uh, CJ looks like like a baller. So uh, shout out to the Just Fans guys and uh, Rios. I hope you're not too drunk yet, man. <laughs> it's number just a four, matter of time, though. Yep, number four is Johnny's backyard, and it's his team. Jalen Waddle over sixty-three and a half receiving yards. And here's why I did this one. If you watch the Dolphins play this year, Jalen Waddle excels against zone defense. He excels. His better games have been against teams that predominantly play zone. The Raiders play 80% zone on defense. Jalen Wilde should have, and his teammate, which we'll get to later, should have a really good game this week. I, I'm looking at almost 100 yards for Jalen Wilde. I think the Dolphins and Devin, Devin Chin is supposed to be back this week. Uh-huh. They got most of it. 
But I think, as we know, what Mike McDaniel tries to be the smartest guy in the room, and he tries to throw the ball when he should be running it. So I, I think Jalen Waddle could get this on four catches this week against a bad Raiders defense. If you guys think the Raiders have improved, they just play the Jets and the Giants. They're not good on offense. Yeah. Tommy DeVito and and Zach Wilson. Right. Two is a step up, and it's at Miami. So I, right. I love Jalen Waddle over 63 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I like this one too. Um, it seems like Tua over the last few weeks has been trying to get the ball to to, to Jalen a lot more often. Uh, yeah. So 63 and a half is, isn't much at all. But if if you have any Miami Dolphins on your fantasy leagues or anything like play all of the offensive guys because yeah. um, this is one of those get right games uh, for the Miami Dolphins. And yes, as much as Raheem Mozart and Devon H. H. Han, like you mentioned, he'll be back and we should just run the ball constantly over them. Yeah. Mike McDaniel is who he is. He likes his toys out there, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. So they're going to throw the ball uh, pretty often, especially in the first half. So uh, that's, that's a good one there. 63 and a half ain't a lot at all. Yeah, now that I've laid out water, watch Durham Smythe will go off for like 80 yards and two touchdowns. Or something. <laughs> it's Mike McDaniel tries to be the smartest guy in the room, but he's not. So. Um, he is good. He is good. I give him, I give him yeah. a lot of credit. He's, he's learning, good. man. He's learning. He's learning. Yeah, he's learning. Number five is kind of a, a you know, it's it's a it's not a reach, but if you watch Jaden Reed play for the Packers, he's ascended to the number two receiver in Green Bay. Jordan Love has confidence in getting the ball to him. Over 35 and a half receiving yards against the LA Chargers, who their, their secondary is not very good. So I think the Packers are going to be able to throw a little bit on them. I don't think they're going to run as well. So James Reed over 35 and a half receiving yards. Who you get this in one catch? One yeah. catch. He he is the the deep threat for them. Christian Watson has not done anything this year. He is in fantasy, he's cuttable, so to you know, in my yeah. mind. And you can't even play his props either because he he you don't know whether he's going over them. So I love Jaden Reed prop a lot this week, over 35 and a half receiving yards. Again, one catch, he can get right. this. Yeah, I, I like this kid too. I, I like the chemistry that him and Jordan Love have as well. Um, but I, I, I like him as a player. I think he's stepping up, uh, especially over the last several weeks. So um, they got some good young receivers. I know Nick, <laughs> Nick doesn't want to hear that. It's going to take them some time. We still don't know what Jordan yep. Love is quite yet. Uh, but this kid seems to be uh, a pretty good up-and-coming player, um, and 35 and a half yards isn't much at all. Like you mentioned, that, that could be one play. That could be the first series, the first quarter. Um, that's that's a nice one there. So um, there's a few of these that I may have to, like, combine <laughs> into something here, but we'll talk about that afterwards. But uh, I like that one. Jaden Reed, definitely check him out. He, he, he's been playing well. Yep. He, he certainly has, and he he's, he's got a connection with Jordan Love. So that, yeah, and, and like you mentioned, that that Chargers defense, I mean they 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 they're giving up. I think thirty, they're averaging like thirty points a game, but they're, they're giving up. So yeah, um, that defense is is not very good, especially considering their head coach was was a DC. Uh, so yeah, yeah, they're so, gonna the, the Packers. You know, hopefully will put up some points, and definitely Jaden will get some yards. We don't care what they do after as long as Jaden Reed gets 36 yards. <laughs> right, yeah. As long as Jaden Reed gets 36 yards, that, that's it, it doesn't matter. The, the Packers Sorry, can, can lose. Sorry. <laughs> this is all about Sorry, the money Nick. here. <laughs> yeah. Number six, Kate Otten, under 13 and a half yards for his longest reception. Kate Otten is that guy that goes five yards past the line of scrimmage and sits down and waits for a catch. And he's easily tackled. 
he's easily tackled. He's not fast. He's a lumbering tight end, so to speak. So Kate Otten under 30, 13 and a half longest reception. Here's the kicker. They're playing at San Francisco this week. San Francisco's defense is back, is back in a, in a nasty way. So Tampa's going to find it hot other than Mike Evans, I think, to, to do anything on offense. So I, I like this one as well. This is this is one of those you have to search for on DraftKings or FanDuel or wherever. But it's there. It's at the bottom of a, of a, of a receiving props. So I like this one, under 13 and a half receiving yards. I don't think he's gotten many cat, maybe one or two this year, over 13 yards, and that's it. So I, I was gonna say he he's he's basically uh Baker's check down guy. So yes. uh that's yep. a good call there. When I when you when I first read it, I was like, wait, under 13 and a half yards, man. I mean, he he might get three or four catches and go over 13 and yeah. a half yards, but yeah. now you know saying that once I read the whole thing, longest reception, yeah, because he's not he's not gonna outrun anybody. Um, you know, again, he's, he's, he's the, the, the check down safety valve, uh, for, for, uh, for Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like him as a player. He's a really good blocker too. Um, yeah. but this is, this is a smart one. This is one of those, like you said, you got to search for it, but if you find this one here, definitely put a couple dollars on that. Yeah. Yeah. Now the next one, this, this is, everybody will think I'm crazy for, for doing, putting this one in, but I, 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 I I'm, I'm in that boat. I'm in that boat, but I trust you. Go ahead. <laughs> James Cook, over 51 and a half rushing yards. And here's why. The Bills are playing the Jets this week. Josh Allen has never had a good game against the Jets. I don't remember the last time he's had a, a really good game. Week one, Josh Allen turned the ball over, you know, and he didn't he didn't throw the ball for many yards. I think with the firing of Ken Dorsey. I think Sean McDermott has put his stamp on this team, and Sean McDermott wants to run the ball more this week than he ever has. And remember last week when James Cook got pulled out and then went back in the game, he ran like a like a beast. He was mad, and he ran hard against Denver. If the game's at home. It's a late game. I just think James Cook is going to get many, many more chances than he's gotten because of the simple fact that I think Sean McDermott liked what he saw last week, and Josh Allen is struggling big time with turnovers. He's turned the ball over way too much. So I think the easiest way not to turn the ball over, him see running back and let him run. And I think that's what's going to happen this week. So Yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense, especially like you mentioned, getting rid of the OC. Uh, McDermott's going to want to establish the running game. That's the one thing they haven't been able to do all season, which has been giving them problems. And for as daunted as that Jets defense is, they can be run on. Yep. Um, so you know what I'm saying? So if, 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 if cook gets going, uh, this, like I said, I, I'm, I worry about this only because it's the Buffalo bills and they never freaking run the ball when they should be running the right. ball. Exactly. However, that, that totally makes sense. Like I said, the combination of the, the OC getting fired and then the jets being more vulnerable, you know, at least lately, uh, on the ground, as opposed to the, to going up against that secondary. Um, yeah. I, I like this one a lot. I like James cook a lot, man. He, he's a good yeah. player. Yeah. I do too. I and and you said it before, and I'll, I'll say it. I wish the Patriots had drafted him because this kid is the thing. It's he's yeah. got the, the it. Yeah. For the yeah. Game, so, which is which is why it's it's mind boggling that they don't you know like he he should he should get twenty touches between no catching doubt. and rushing a game minimum. And I know Stephon Diggs mm-hmm. is out there and stuff like that. And they drafted the Kincaid kid at tight end, but you got you got a difference maker here in that backfield. I love yep. James Cook. So yeah, 51 and a half. That, that's not that's not that sounds reasonable. Absolutely. Yeah. 
next one. Josh Dobbs is the thing in in football right now. He he's the talk right now. Over five and a half carries for Josh Dobbs. He carried the ball eight times last week. He carried the ball six times the week before in his first game for Arizona. He carried it an average of six times. Their running back situation is very bad right now. Alexander Madison's probably out with a concussion. So Ty Chandler is the starting running back. You don't think Josh Dobbs will go back to pass and then take the ball and, and run it against Denver, who was exposed again last week as a bad rushing defense. It hasn't gone away. It just got better a little bit. And now it's back to bad again. So Josh Dobbs is the quarterback. One of his big one of his biggest traits, he runs. Uh-huh. He scrambles. So all he's got to do is run the ball six times. You saw this bet on Let's Talk Bets last Sunday. You may see it again this Sunday. I may go right back to it. I've already bet it. It was plus money last week. It's minus 105 on DraftKings right now. Minus 105 is a great price for this, for a guy that's probably going to hit six attempts. So Josh Dobbs over five and a half carries. Yeah, I really like this one. I mean, talk about an incredible story with with Josh Dobbs. uh, Going to getting traded to two different teams and actually playing well on both teams. So this whole... Uh, learning new offenses and stuff like that and people having problems. I mean, I know he's like, you know, his IQ or he's a, you know, his, his, he's a rocket scientist or whatever, as far as his brain. So he's a very smart kid, but he's very athletic. Um, And he's a smart player too, man. I mean, he, he knows when he, you know, when he can get out of the pocket, when he needs to, and he, he makes plays um, and he makes plays with his legs as well. So yeah, this is, this is a good one here. The the five and a half rush attempts. I, I think he, I think he might get closer to double digits, to be quite honest. He's, he might have to, too. Yep. Plus, and they're, and they're actually playing for something, Minnesota. They are. So, they are. They, right. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you get a kneel down, that's a carry. So if they're ahead and he kneels down <laughs> nice. twice, it's two nice. carries. If he's got nice. four, he gets six. You, you catch. But I think he's going to do that long before long before that, that happens. So. That's um, great. That's 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 that small print at the yeah. bottom that, that that a lot of people don't see. We got a couple yeah, comments yeah. here before we get to the next one. Okay, our boy Ed from Columbus. What up, Ed? Uh, I was five yeah, in my fantasy leave and then talked smack. I've lost five straight. Did I curse myself or am I just gonna keep losing like the Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> you had to take a shot there. If you listen to Scott, man, you you'll start you'll start winning your games. The um, fantasy gods, have, the fantasy yeah. gods have cursed you. Yeah, they don't. They don't like. They don't like shit talkers, Ed. So you got to watch nope. yourself, man. Uh, yep. um, yeah, I had lost my first three games, won five straight. I actually started to talk shit, and I've lost two in a row. So I'm done talking. Uh, yeah. What's going on, Allen? Allen mentioned the Denver, the 32nd ranked run defense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. I, I, that's a, a like I said, I like that one with the Josh Dobbs. Uh, I just don't like Ty Chandler this week. Yeah, I just don't like Ty Chandler this week. I don't know no. what you're going to get out of him. You know, and he, if Madison clears. I don't know. So. You, is, what what's the, do you know the over under on that one? Is that one there? Like that one feels like an under to me for some reason. Ty Chandler's? No, the Vikings Broncos. It's like thirty eight or something like that. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, it, no, it does seem like an it does seem like an under because Denver Denver's cap is twenty one points. Right, you know, and, they, and Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota. They, Brian Flores actually has them playing some defense there, so that yeah, that's something that yeah, we'll, we'll definitely look at that one after the show there. But um, yeah, Josh Dobbs five and a half uh, rush attempts there, people. So definitely yeah. look at that one. Number now we're going back to Detroit again for number nine. 
Detroit's playing Chicago, as we've mentioned many, many times in this in this show. David Montgomery was a running back for the Chicago Bears before this this year. <laughs> 49 and a half rushing yards against his former team who gave up on him. This this this, is, this could be my favorite bet out of all eleven that we go through in the teaser. Well, not the teaser, but all eleven. This could be my favorite bet. This this I put double on because mm. if you lo- watch him last week, first game back, 117 yards last week against the mm-hmm. Chargers. This week he gets the Bears at home in Detroit. David Montgomery and Dan Campbell. You don't think Dan Campbell knows this? He's going to let yes. David Montgomery run a little bit more this week, even if they're up 20, 28 to nothing or 31 to nothing. He's going to allow Montgomery to run. He could get this in the first half. You, you could be cashing yeah. his bet in the first half. It's a revenge game. David Montgomery played for Chicago for five years, I think. Mm-hmm. And they and did they not just, use him properly. No, they, they did, did not, not use him properly. properly. No. I, I'm not going to lie. I like this one when you sent it to me just because I like Montgomery anyway. I did not even think about the whole revenge factor and him playing his former team. Like I had yeah. completely forgotten about that. Uh, right. And, yes, Dan Campbell, a former player – yeah, he's he's a player's coach. He is gonna want his boy Dave Montgomery to run all over his old team. So yeah, that's that's a good one there. I, if I like they're up third, and here's another one I would I would look at anytime touchdown. If mm-hmm. they're up thirty-eight to nothing, David Montgomery's been pulled and they're at the one yard line. He might run David Montgomery back in there again and say, "Go ahead, get the touchdown." If he <laughs> hasn't scored already, right? But I have a feeling he's gonna score one touchdown. He's gonna score at least a touchdown this week. <laughs> He'll get it in the first drive. It's very possible, man. It's very possible. He'll get the he'll get the 49 and a half and Jameer Jameer will get his 30 30 something receiving yards all in the first drive. And they'll they'll go up seven nothing. You got both of them right there. And the other thing, so as we this was lower before today. This was 46 and a half, and I took it. Mm. Here's the thing, and me, me and Johnny talked about this before the show. Look at the player props when they come out Wednesday morning. You could get a better number than these are all today. This is the shows today. I wanted to do the representation for today. Right. When you look Wednesday morning at, at at prop bets, you can get a better number than this. Johnny got a Tyree kill one, which we'll go into in a couple minutes, um, for lower than what what it what it's gonna look like on the screen. I got this at 46 and a half. He's gonna smash this. He just yeah. is. Yeah. So it, it's not it's not a, a worry with me. This is my favorite yeah. one at the eleven. So and if you haven't noticed, people, I think you, I think you can figure it out. We, we like the Lions over the Bears, big, <laughs> big, Sunday. big, big time. Uh, number ten, I'm on Ross St. Brown over 84 and a half rush yards, uh, receiving yards. This guy gets open every time when he gets past the ball. There's no defender around him. Every time he catches, he's wide open. So he's gonna, he could get this in seven catches. The, the Bears defense is terrible. It's awful. Yeah. So I, I as, as Johnny just said, you, you can kind of tell we kind of like the Lions this week to win. Um, so I'm on Ross A. Brown over 84 and a half yards. This was 79 and a half Wednesday morning. I played mm. it at 79 and a half. Nice. So, as again, you got to look at these Wednesday morning because they go up and up and up. This is going to be close to 90 when the game starts on Sunday. So bet nice. it now. Bet nice. it now. If you and he, he, is, he is a stud. I, I, I love this kid. 24 years old. He is a baller. They got some good young uh, skill positions. And again, remember Detroit's at home. That Jared Goff plays a lot better at home 
Uh, and again, they're going against the Bears. So there's going to be a lot of offense in this game, especially yeah. for Detroit. Absolutely. Last prop bet, Tyreek Hill, over 90 and a half receiving yards. Johnny got it at what, 88 and a half, I think? 88 and a half. I got it, I got it Wednesday morning. There is a quote that Tyreek put out before the season started, 2,000 yards. Uh-huh. He's got to get going here to get to 2,000 yards. I think it starts this week against the Raiders. I, I think he, in the second half of the year, if you look at second half MVPs, Tyreek could be up there for second half MVP this year. Absolutely. He's going to get the ball time and time. Him and Jalen Waddle are going are to just eat against this defense. The Raiders didn't play anybody the last two weeks. It's like two bye weeks. Jets, Giants, right. they're awful. This week they go to Miami, cross the country, one o'clock game. It's never good for a West Coast team. Tyreek's going to get probably 140 yards this week. So you could play the alternate at 100 yards, and I wouldn't blame you for this. And you can get this to minus 115 in this. It'd be plus money for 100 yards probably. He's he's yeah. going to smash this week. Yeah, I expect him to go off. Um, he he had a for his for his standards, he had a, a pretty off game uh, last you know two weeks ago in Germany against his former team. Uh, I think he was a little bit too hyped up for that game, um, yep. and he didn't perform as well. I mean, he still had eight catches for ninety yards, but he had a couple critical drops and of course that inter- that fumble uh, return for Kansas City. But um, I think that again. I have a, a funny suspicion. There's a reason why the spread is what 13 now. Um, 13 I, I, I expect Miami to go off on the Raiders. It's a great story. Um, you know, what I'm saying uh, Pierce. I, I love the. I hope he gets an opportunity. Um, <clears throat> but again, they played the Giants and the Jets, two of the worst teams offensively uh, in the league. Um, I, I don't expect them to just come and lay down. They're gonna fight. But there's only so much they can do. Miami has a superior talent. I think Tyreek and Waddle go off, just like you mentioned. Devon Achan is back as well. So um, I expect at least a, a, a 35 or possibly a 40-burger uh, from, from the Miami Dolphins this weekend. So, again, if you've got any Miami Dolphins on your fantasy, uh, play, them, play them this week, definitely. Another guy that could have a touchdown this week is Tyreek. So Absolutely. if you want to put any time touchdown in for him as well, I, you know, that I'm all for that as well. Okay. Uh, right. Before we get to that, last another okay. comment from Alan here. Uh, is this the week we finally see Tony Pollard get more involved in the offense with how bad Carolina's run defense is? I, I don't know why he hasn't been more of a more part of the offense as it is. Uh, you gave the kid the big contract. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it, it's Alan, so you know there had to be a Cowboys question somewhere in there. Um <laughs> But I mean, I, I like Tony Pollard uh, unless they're unless they're just trying to make sure he gets through the whole season and he's stronger towards the end of the season. Um, but it is that that Carolina defense. I mean, they they've got some good young players, but yeah. um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Tony Pollard as far as getting more involved in this offense? Here's here's this what the mention here's what the mention's been the last three weeks. Remember, he got hurt last year. At the end of last year, he did a major damage to his leg and his ankle and everything else. Right. He's not as explosive this year for whatever reason. The explosiveness is gone. If you remember last year, he was really explosive. Yeah. My opinion on Tony Pollard is he's not a number one running back on the team. He's huh. a piece in the backfield. Like Zeke was there last year with Pollard. Pollard could eat and be explosive because he wasn't on the field as much. Now he's on the field almost all the time. 
mm-hmm. with the injury. Which he, I don't think he's fully recovered from. I think I was gonna sleep. say. So do you think it's more because because of the injury? Next year yeah. he'll probably be better because he yeah. did have that that extra gear before. Which I yeah I'm, I agree with you. I haven't seen it this year. Um, no, but I most mean. running backs, it's usually the second year uh, off of the injury where they're back to their normal selves. So yeah, um, you know he may have that explosive back next year. Um, I'm always I'm always on the like mind. It takes a guy a year. Before that, you fully see them right. back to the way they were, right? And we, I mean, Javante, unless you're, unless you're Adrian Peterson, which unless you're Adrian, he's, Peterson. A, he's a freaking alien, so he's you, a can't count, you can't count mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so to me, Javante Williams took nine weeks before he got back to himself. Tony Pollard still hasn't gotten back to himself. I mean, guys, Brees Hall Taylor, is still Brees Hall is still trying to yeah trying to find himself. Yeah, so. I think in 2024, you will see the real Tony Pollard. Uh, I, I just don't think the explosiveness is there. He had one yeah, big play all year. That's the I get. There you go. I think and, you answered your own question there, Alan. I mean, yeah. sure, the, the Carolina run defense isn't great, but overall, they've got a pretty good defense. Um, and, again, I, I, think, I think the Cowboys are looking big picture more than just focusing on trying to get Tony Pollard um, a bunch of stats and stuff like that. So I wouldn't stress that as much, you know, Allen. Um, you know, yeah. next year he'll be he should be back to his normal self. But a, a win's a win, and I think you guys are favored by what ten? Ten and a half. Yeah, ten, ten and, and a half. half. Um, so just just win the game, bro. It's all about W's right now, Allen. Okay. So before two weeks ago, I knew that there was a thing called teasers out there. 14 teasers. Because when I'm in Las Vegas, I play them. So I knew they were out there. But I never really played them that much. Two weeks ago, I started playing them on DraftKings. And I've hit two weeks in a row on it. And here's what the teaser is on DraftKings. Play four teams. You get 13 points. It's minus 140. It's not plus money. It's minus 140. Okay? So here's, here's the teaser. I Two different teasers I put together this week. One is Dallas. Miami, San Francisco, Kansas City. Dallas is, is 10, minus 10 and a half. If you do the 13 point teaser, they are now getting two and a half against Carolina. Do we think Dallas is going to lose to Carolina this week? I don't think so. Uh-huh. And they get two and a half. Miami, 13 and a half, 13 points off of that, minus half a point. Do we think the Raiders are even going to come close to beating the Dolphins this week? No, not a chance. San Francisco's minus 12 against Tampa Bay at home. They are now getting a point on this 13-team teaser. Do we think San Francisco's going to lose to Tampa Bay? I don't think so. I think San Francisco's going to win against Tampa. I think they figured it out. The fourth team, and then I'll give you Detroit after. Kansas City, minus 2.5. With this teaser, they are now plus 10.5 against Philadelphia. Home on a Monday night. Do we really think Kansas City is going to lose that game by more than 11 points? I don't think so. So that 14 teaser, Dallas goes from minus 10.5 to plus 2.5. Miami goes from minus 13.5 to minus half a point. San Francisco goes from minus 12 to plus 1. And Kansas City goes from minus 2.5 to plus 10.5. That sounds like a winner to me. (laughs) Absolutely, it does, man. If you don't want to wait till Monday night for Kansas City, you put Detroit in there and they're getting five points. I need I need one second, Scott. Go ahead and keep okay. on talking, bro. Okay. Um, 
Detroit gets plus five and a half points. It's a 13 point teaser. You're getting 13 points. So if you want to bet, Jace, can you come get the dog? So if you want to bet on Pittsburgh, they're plus one and a half. They would now be plus 14 and a half against Dorian Thompson, Robinson, and Cleveland. That's a pretty good bet to me. Plus 14 and a half against Cleveland, who offensively is going to be challenged. So you can look up and down the NFL schedule. And you could pull out the big, big spreads and put this 13-point teaser into effect and get it down to Dallas plus two and a half, Miami minus a half, San Francisco plus one, Kansas City plus ten and a half. Kansas City's getting ten and a half points against Philadelphia. That's Come crazy. On. That, That's so, crazy. And it's minus 140 on DraftKings. And if you put $50 on it, you'll end up bringing back $84. You'll win. Th- you'll you'll make thirty four dollars on the on the teaser, so right. you'll you'll get your fifty back plus another thirty four thirty five dollars. Nice. If you put Detroit in there, if you do a five team teaser, I think it goes down to ten points. So which means Dallas is now even, Miami is minus three, San Francisco is minus two, and Kansas City is getting eight points, and Detroit gets like four points. Wow, that seems like a win to me. So yeah, it does. <laughs> that two last two weeks, I've played that and hit two in a row. So I'm right. doing it again this week. I'm doing it until I, I, I can lose. I'll lose three times before I stop doing it. <laughs> so that's what I do. I find the big spreads, the right. ones that I I know, like Dallas is going to be is going to win. Kansas City, easy, easy, getting ten and a half points against Philadelphia. You're already up ten and a half points going into that game. So if they score seventeen points. You're probably gonna win the game easily. Nice. So that's it. So for everybody out there that wants to at least try this teaser, even if you put ten dollars on it, you're still gonna bring back probably eight, nine dollars. So it's still worth it if you don't want to put a ton of money on it. I put fifty dollars on it because I'm like, you know what? I'm it's not a big hit because I've won enough where it's not a big hit. Right. But it also if I win it, it just raises the bankroll. Right. And that's what you want. And that's what you want. You, yeah. you just want to win. Right. You didn't get that win. That's it. <laughs> right. More more wins than losses. That's that's what it's all about, man. So yeah, that's a good one there, man. I've never done anything like that before. So I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Yeah, so when you I, do- I'm a big cheese fan this week. <laughs> so I, bet, when- I bet you are. <laughs> so so the thing is when you're on your bet slip, it says Palais teaser. You mm-hmm. you just click on the teaser on DraftKings, okay. and then okay. it'll ask you what you want to do because it'll set it at six. So you right. click on – there's a little arrow next to it. You click on the arrow, and it, you'll see the 13 point down at the bottom for minus 140, and you just click on that, and there you go. You're all set. So Nice. So, Very nice. Yeah. There you go, yep. people. And just to – again, if you're new, hit the subscribe, smash that like button, click on the little bell so you get notifications whenever any of us are going live, including the Scott Cobb Show. We're, we're going to be doing DFS shows, prop bets like this. Uh, just wager bets and stuff like that. So uh, anything to do with gambling, betting, fantasy football, uh, it's, it'll be here on the Scott Cope Show. We'll be mixing it up for you guys. Um, yep. And, of course, you're all welcome to come in the comments. Any kind of questions you got, uh, the Hall of Famer will answer them for you. Uh, so I just want to give him uh, for his <clears throat> top prop bets. Once again, he's got Sam Laporta, over 45 and a half receiving yards. He's got Jameer Gibbs over 25 and a half receiving yards, which again, those could both happen in the first half. Uh, Christian Kirk over 58 and a half receiving yards. 
Jalen Waddle over 63 and a half receiving yards. Jalen Reed over 35 and a half receiving yards in his game. Cade Otten under 13 and a half yards for his longest reception. Uh, so make sure you pay attention to that one there because yep. he is a, he is a check down guy for Baker Mayfield. So that's a great one there. James Cook, who we both love, over 51 and a half rushing yards. I know you, you guys might be nervous about Buffalo running the ball, but we explained it to you between the firing of the D.C. and the Jets being able to be run on. Uh, this is a good one here. Josh Dobbs, over five and a half rushing attempts for the quarterback. He uses his legs a lot, very athletic quarterback. Um, and Minnesota is playing for something, so he's going to do whatever yep. he has to do to help them win the game. David Montgomery, over 49 and a half rushing yards, a revenge game against his old team, the Bears, which I completely forgot about that angle of it. So I love this yep. one even more now. Um, the stud, Amon Ross St. Brown, over 84 and a half receiving yards. And Tyreek Hill, over 90 and a half receiving yards. The Miami Dolphins are going to put up a ton of points this weekend, people. So uh, whatever prop bets you can get for both receivers and Devon A. Chan is coming back, uh, definitely take advantage of that. So there are uh, Scott Cove's 11 top prop bets for week week 11. I can't believe it's week 11. Like I mentioned earlier, man, it's crazy, bro. But this was a fun show, man. Uh, I like yeah. this year. And, and like I said, people will be giving you uh, either prop bets or, or DFS uh, lineups um or any type of fantasy football stuff like that so everything's gonna be uh, available here on the scott cope show we're doing a special show this friday night um because we had to switch it up from from thursday yeah. but we will be back well next thursday's thanksgiving so we won't be back next day yeah, but we, we, we were talking about maybe having a monday or tuesday show tuesday uh, tuesday night because you got the aqua and orange and then you got the, the yeah. let's talk sports show so true, true. yeah right, so tuesday so we're gonna do let's uh, scott cope show at 7 p.m eastern Nice. Uh, before Thanksgiving, it'll be heavily involved with the Thanksgiving Day games. There's three of them and the Black Friday game, which is Jets Miami. So it will be in, yeah. in in four games. So you won't probably get as many prop bets or DFS, but you'll get some stuff. And then in a couple of weeks, I'm going to try to work on a guest. Uh, I'm going to try to work, get on Rob Logan. He nice. was he had a betting show. I don't I haven't seen it on lately. I don't know if I've just missed it or whatever. But we'll try to get Rob on. To yeah. talk about betting and stuff like that because he's in he's heavily into it too. Yeah. So and I reached out to him. Yeah, I reached out to him previously and he was gonna try to get me on his show and, and that hasn't worked out. So I'm gonna try to see if he wants to come on and just give out some of his prop bets and some of his DFS plays that he likes for that week. Yeah. So that'll be the guy yeah. we'll work on for a couple of weeks down the road. I want to get nice. through Thanksgiving first with, with everybody before we go. Uh, absolutely, yeah. It's that time of year. Uh but like there, there you go, you heard it. Uh, a special Tuesday episode, seven o'clock uh, before Thanksgiving, uh, and we'll he like he said we'll preview the three games for for Thanksgiving night uh, or Thanksgiving Day, I should say Thursday, yeah. and then the the, the Black Friday uh, Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets game. So uh, definitely check us out, turn on those notifications so that way you get an alert whenever anybody's going live. Um, <clears throat> that is gonna be it for me. Check, definitely, we'll be back. Scott and I will both be back. Uh, Sunday morning, Sunday 10 a.m. for our Sunday morning uh, pregame show. Uh, Nick will be in the house. Uh, Tanner should be there. I don't know about Sam yet because Sam is either going to the game or he might have to take care of the babies. Uh, so yep. we'll find out, but we'll definitely be there Sunday morning. Check us out uh, 10 o'clock, and then we'll probably have the, the recap show with Nick uh, around 8 p.m., and then I'll do the post game late Sunday night with uh, Rob Logan, like Scott mentioned a, a minute ago, and Alan, of course. 
Uh, thank you, Alan and Ed, for the comments. Um, appreciate that, fellas. But definitely check us out. I'll be back also Monday. Uh, we'll be back with the Aqua and Orange, the, the Let's Talk Miami Dolphins, me and my boy Alex. I'm going to try to do a show tomorrow, so definitely have your alerts on so that way I can do a quick preview tomorrow of this week's game. Uh, and then, of course, we have the LTS show Monday night. So, um, again, thanks, everybody, for watching. Great to be back with you, Scott, man. I've missed yeah. you, so this was Great a lot to of be fun. Back with you, too, Johnny. you know what I'm saying? So, for Scott Cobb, I am Johnny Cruz. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. So until next time, people, have a great day. Thank you. Peace. Bye.